Five Pranks That Caused Unexpected Deaths It's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. This is a warning we've all heard before. Unfortunately, there are people who don't think it through before pulling off pranks, and occasionally they backfire with disastrous consequences, and it's no longer a laughing matter. Here are five pranks that caused unexpected deaths. Number five, Jacintha Saldana, prank phone call. The year was 2012 when the first pregnancy of Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cambridge, was reported. The attention of the entire world was focused on the princess as she made her regular visits to the King Edward VII Hospital in Windsor, and the press went mad for her scoop when she was admitted to the same royal hospital for reported complications associated with severe morning sickness. Everyone gasped for breath as they waited for updates on her health. Around that time, Australian radio show hosts Mel Gregg and Mike Christian thought of something to ease up the tension. They decided to call the hospital where Kate had been admitted. They did so while impersonating none other than the Queen of England herself, Queen Elizabeth. Aside from the mere fun of it, their purpose was to get insider details on the princess's condition. A nurse named Jacintha Saldana happened to receive the call, and the queen supposedly asked to be connected to the attending nurse. As would most in her position, Saldana took the instructions and patched the caller through to the requested person. A few days later, the story of the prank call went viral on social media, It eventually reached the receptionist, who then realized that she was the victim of a ruse. Unfortunately, she failed to see the humor of the prank and instead felt utterly humiliated. Witnesses and co-workers heard Saldana blaming herself for the incident. She took upon herself the responsibility for breaching protocol which, in the first place, wasn't actually her fault. She sent numerous emails explaining herself and begging the management and her supervisors to spare the attending nurse from punishment. And then came December 7th of that same year, when in the hospital, Saldana was found hanging in the nurse's accommodation area. Coroners who looked at her remains also found deep cuts on her wrists, suggesting that she probably made several earlier attempts to end her life. The simple prank call then became a serious issue. Investigations were made on the suicide and its subsequent causes. The Duchess's nurse was even made to stand trial at the Royal Court of Justice in London for interrogation. It was there that she spoke about what really happened. She told the court that at first she had some doubts about the caller considering that it was still so early in the morning. The healthcare worker addressed the person on the line as ma'am and said that the princess was already in stable condition. Things went fishy when the fake queen began speaking to a male companion who talked about taking the corgis outside for a walk. It was at that point that the nurse knew she had been pranked. Benedict Barboza, the victim's husband, as well as their two teenage children were also made to appear in the same court. The man, who worked as an accountant, 
said that like everyone else, he was shocked when he learned about his wife's death. He explained that she had not suffered from depression in any way or any psychiatric illness, nor had she shown tendencies to harm herself. The unintended controversy had obviously brought her to a new low, and even though no disciplinary actions were taken since she was tricked, Saldana couldn't get over the shame. Throughout this entire ordeal, radio jockeys Greg and Christian were extremely apologetic for their hoax phone call, and both have since been fired from their jobs. Number 4. Adrian Broadway Halloween Prank It was supposed to be only a revenge prank. However, things got bloody quickly when the wrong person got mixed in. In February of 2014, Adrienne Broadway and her friend were having a prank war with other teenagers in their neighborhood in Little Rock, Arkansas. Armed with nothing but eggs, rolls of toilet paper, and squeezed bottles of Miracle Whip, the 15-year-old and her companions were roving around Skylark Drive looking for their targets. And they found one of them, Davian Bubby Noble, who was 16 at the time. As planned, they began flinging eggs and bottles of dressings at the back of Davian's car. After, they ran back to their vehicle. Before they could make their escape, Davian's father, Willie Noble, emerged from his property and opened fire on them while they were all inside the car. Unknowingly, one of the bullets hit Adrian in the head. They fled to a nearby convenience store and that's when they realized the girl's fatal gunshot wound. She was rushed to the hospital but was eventually pronounced dead. Little Rock police arrested the elder noble who told investigators that he was just trying to scare the vandals away and that he didn't know whether he'd hit anyone or anything. In the subsequent murder trial, the prosecutors pointed out the close-knit pattern of the bullets that hit the car, suggesting that the accused actually knew what he was aiming at. In November of the following year, Mr. Noble was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to 30 years in prison. His son remains friendly with Adrian's friends and family to this day. Number 3. James McRae toilet paper prank. One night in October of 2010, James McRae was driving back home in his 2003 Chevy pickup when he noticed suspicious activity going on outside of his property in Flomaton, Alabama. The 34-year-old saw four teenagers toilet papering his house, but for a man whose senses were trained to recognize danger, he thought they were trying to break in. He immediately called the Escambia County Sheriff's Office to report the incident. The youngsters got into a car and drove away as soon as they saw the homeowner. McRae, in turn, gave chase to the escaping perpetrators. About three miles away from his home, the man, who had just gotten married a few months back, lost control of his heavily laden truck and went through a nearby fence. A subsequent traffic report pointed out that the Chevy overturned due to the impact. Unfortunately, the driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected in the accident and died on the spot. A later investigation revealed the pranksters to be three girls and one boy 
all unnamed since they were under 18 at the time. They were cooperative with authorities who decided not to charge them with his death. However, the Escambia County Sheriff's Office has since been working with parents and leaders in an advocacy to end the practice of pranking in their community. Number 2. John Duffy, Train Switch Prank It's quite obvious that in this era, pranksters do what they do for the mere sake of attention, to be noticed online and perhaps to become famous for it. But sometimes, people, especially the young ones, just want to do something outrageous. At times, this prank can be mind-blowing enough to figuratively and even literally derail another's life. It was a hot summer night of July 7, 1982. A youngster named Peter Wade was hanging out with four of his friends on a stretch of railroad tracks in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Back then, it was just a small town located on the outskirts of New York. There was nothing much to do back then but drink alcohol, smoke weed, and fool around. Kids his age were literally just looking for things that could help liven up their quiet nights, and looking for trouble would usually do the trick. On that fateful night, one in the group suggested to throw the railroad switch. Everyone agreed, of course, and so they went to the tracks and waited for the train to pass the light signal that usually warns the engineer to stop. What happened next was something they hadn't expected. In a matter of seconds, the train's entire six carriages flew off the tracks. It was with so much force that it reportedly smashed through the walls of a nearby pasta factory. If there was any consolation to this tragic incident, it was the fact that there were only seven passengers on board that night, along with two crew members. All of them survived the horrifying impact with minor injuries. Unfortunately, though... The engineer at the helm, Jack Duffy, didn't make it. The father of six was crushed to death as he tried to protect a 14-year-old boy who had been riding along with him in the front cab. Wade, along with the other pranksters, immediately fled the scene, probably oblivious of the extent of the catastrophe that they had caused. However, it didn't take long for them to find out about the engineer's death. It was probably one of the sickest moments of my life, the now Wall Street stock analyst said in an interview. I wanted to just throw up immediately after realizing what I had done. Authorities arrested Wade and the other four teenagers. He, along with two others, were imposed with greater responsibility for the train crash. Crushed by the weight of his guilt, he didn't have to be advised to take the guilty plea to manslaughter. He was sentenced to five years in jail and served 22 months of it. He got out when he was 20 years old. He then went on to college and landed a successful career on Wall Street. Despite having turned his life around completely, Wade admits he still feels miserable about that 1982 incident. Like a bad memory that keeps repeating itself inside his head, he says he still sees the image of his hand on the switch. Number 1. Tyson Benz Online Prank Unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know the classic tragedy Romeo and Juliet. Juliet originally planned to fake her own death, 
However, the warning failed to reach Romeo, and when he saw her lifeless in a tomb, he took his own life. When the girl woke up, she was stricken with grief to find her man dead and therefore also killed herself. Such a sweet but sorrowful story of impulsive young lovers that we could only wish to remain in the pages of a book or maybe on stage. But sadly, they happen in real life and with a wicked twist. Tyson Benz was only 11 years old when he fell in love. The boy from Michigan's Upper Peninsula found the love of his life in a 13-year-old girl who went to the same school he did. On March 14, 2017, things were as usual. Tyson came home from school. His mother, Katrina, noticed him in his typical jovial mood. When asked, he answered that he'd done his task without being reminded. As a reward, she baked him some treats. And later that night, her three children went to their respective rooms to bed. Shortly before midnight, Katrina went to each of the boys' rooms to check them as usual. When she came upon Tyson's door, she wondered why it was locked. She opened it with her key, and she thought at first her middle son was hiding or playing some trick because she couldn't find him in his bed. She opted to go to his room's closet, and there found an unconscious Tyson. I tried to hurry up and lift him up. I was screaming, the mother said in a press interview. One of the other boys called 911 and luckily the paramedics were able to revive the child. He was hospitalized at a Detroit hospital for three weeks, but much to their grief, Tyson eventually passed away. As any parent would do, Katrina probed into the cause of her son's death, and what she found was disheartening. On the day he was found unconscious, Tyson had been on Snapchat talking with a common friend. In truth, that person was actually his sweetheart. She was using their friend's Snapchat account to tell the boy that his girlfriend had died, and no one, not even the girl, bothered to tell him that it was all a ruse. Tyson took the news to heart. His mother, who described her son as being innocent, so kind-hearted, and so naive, said he probably believed the entire prank. She wondered why he hadn't talked about it when he came home that night, but knew for sure it was the fake tragic news that pushed him to take his own life. It wasn't clearly stated what occurred next after the death, but reports indicated that the unknown girl was made to face criminal charges in connection with the youngster's passing. The Marquette County Prosecution's Office pointed out that There was a logical connection between the girl's fake suicide and the boy's real suicide. She was charged with malicious use of telecommunication services, which is punishable by up to six months in juvenile detention and using a computer to commit a crime. This criminal charge carries up to a year's jail sentence. So there were five pranks that caused unexpected deaths These are just some instances of horrible pranks that have blown up into full-fledged disasters. Let these stories serve not as an inspiration, but as a cautionary tale before you decide to pull off a prank yourself. If you guys enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel. We have new videos coming out every single week for you guys to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.